You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is Trip from TripAdvice.com, and this episode is sponsored by Spurgeon XT, your solution for getting you to be a rock star in the bedroom. What this is is an all-natural supplement. That's right, all-natural. That's going to help you boost your sex drive and boost your libido. So if you have problems with testosterone, if you have problems with maintaining erections, if you have problem with just feeling horny, if anything like this is an issue for you, then this is something that you should definitely try out. And you can even return it, I believe, if, uh, if it doesn't work for you. You can get more information on this all-natural supplement at SpartanLibido.com. That's S-P-A-R-T-A-N, Libido, L-I-B-I-D-O. So go check that out. The link is in the description and you can learn more about how this can help you in the bedroom. And again, highly endorse this awesome product because it's got all natural ingredients and it's a good answer to not using the pharmaceutical crap that you put in your body that helps with this same stuff. So try it out. Try it out. SpartanLibido.com. Now, if you have any trouble with conversation, And that's what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about how to maintain a conversation, but more importantly, because I've already talked about that, we're talking about uh, how to make it interesting. And if these are still issues for you, what I want you to do is get my free course called Conversation That Gets You Dates. It's a two-hour program that goes over the entire structure of conversation, how to have conversation with strangers. Uh, especially hot girls, how to get their number, how to take it to a flirtatious level. And in order to get this free course, all you got to do is send in a screenshot to me, trip at tripadvice.com, with a uh, screenshot of the review for this podcast on iTunes. So review the podcast in iTunes, really simple. Send it in, email me. We're going to give you free access to that course called Conversation That Gets You Dates. And I promise you, you will love it because it's going to give you all the answers you need for conversation. And again, we're going to touch upon that today. Uh, that's what we're going to be talking about on this podcast. We even got a, uh, a caller who called in and asked a question about how to maintain conversation. We're going to get to that in a second. Okay. And uh, and and listen, I'm, I'm going to repeat myself uh, in, a, in a bit here, but I just want you to know that if you have trouble maintaining conversation, first of all, get this free course, okay? Get this free course. I promise you, it is just amazing. One of my best courses on how to keep a conversation going. Um, but I talk about this in earlier podcast episodes, okay? So check out some earlier ones about how to keep a conversation going. I have a lot of material on that. I mean, you are listening to How to Talk to Girls, which is what this is all about. But today, we're going to go just a little bit deeper and uh, and talk about some of my thoughts on how to keep it interesting, okay? How to keep it interesting. So we'll get to that. Uh, so yeah, that's my announcements for today. Let's listen to this voicemail from a guy who calls in, and he'll be asking his question about maintaining conversation. Check it out. 
Hey, Trip. Uh, it's me. My name is Daniel. I am 19. I am from Crestline, California. And, you know, it's been an interesting journey for me. Uh, for most of these seven years of my life, it's been pretty damn difficult. Kind of been hell, dating-wise. Um, uh, I haven't had much opportunities. And with the opportunities that I did have, uh, a lot of them did not work out so well because they would begin okay with me, like, opening a conversation, but it just, like, as the conversation went on, it's almost like the flame of a candle just went out. So I would like to know how to have how to keep a conversation going. You know, once you have, like, a topic that, you know, like, say, like, me and a girl have a topic to start on, how do I keep that going, you know? Because there's many times where I try to keep it going, but it's like my brain just freezes. And it gets kind of silent and a little awkward because I don't know what to say next. So I would like to know how to keep a conversation going, flowing, and actually how to uh, – this might seem cheesy, but how to get into, like, that, you know, boyfriend groove or whatever. Like, how to, like, really make it attractive, right? Okay, thanks, Joe. All right, Daniel. Great, great question. Now, like I said, I've answered the how to keep a conversation going in uh, in multiple in multiple different avenues, uh, you can check it out on my YouTube channel. I'll put a link in the description so you can check out a couple of videos I have on how to keep a conversation going. And again, if you are listening to this episode, Daniel or you, the listener, uh, don't forget. Just send me an email, tripadtripadvice.com, with a screenshot of your iTunes review of this podcast, and you'll get a whole course on exactly how to do it. But don't forget to. Uh, Check out all the other amazing episodes here on the podcast. That's going to teach you. But today I'll go over something a little bit different, something uh, that we can kind of try to take your expertise a little further in terms of conversation. So, Daniel, you say this, and, and I'm sure this has happened to, to you before, that uh, the flame goes out. You know, you talk to someone and the flame goes out. You know, it's just like it doesn't work out. Now, listen. I'll tell you uh, from experience, you know, because I have definitely worked on conversation for so many years to try to get good at it. So I would consider myself uh, almost an expert at conversation, which is why you should be listening to this advice. Okay. And I don't say that because I'm trying to show off to you. I used to be actually pretty weak at conversation. It was very hard for me to keep a conversation going, keep it interesting. It was very difficult, but after a lot of years of research and practice, it, uh, it got a lot better. And I'll say this, from my expertise, even still to this point, I still have times when I don't uh, connect with the person and the flame goes out, okay? This happens, and this is going to happen. Now, does it happen to me very often? No, it doesn't. It doesn't, and mainly because... You know, like I said, I've practiced conversation and I only usually get into conversations with people that I'm interested in getting conversations with. Personally, it's difficult for me to keep a conversation going if I don't want to be in the conversation. I find that I get a little bit lazy and I'm not interested in keeping it going. So therefore, I just don't end up doing a good job at it unless I really have to for some reason. Okay. But what you need to know is that sometimes it's just going to happen. Okay, you're not going to be able to make a conversation rock every time you do it. And that's okay. Okay, what I'm telling you is that that's okay that that doesn't happen for you every time because sometimes 
You're just not going to make that connection. It's just not going to work. And, and there's nothing you could do about it. Okay, so don't worry about it. Now, right now, I know this is happening to you more often uh, than not, and that's why we're going to try to fix it today. Um, but just remember that the main tip I'm going to give you today is this. If you really want to make a conversation interesting, you have to find things in common. Now, I know that this is very stereotypical advice. You've probably heard this before. I, had, I didn't make this up. You can read this on any blog post in the world. But I sat here and I thought about your conversation or your, uh, your question. And I said to myself, I said, okay, you know, just diving into what I know about conversation. What is it really that makes it interesting? And I, I just dug into my personal conversations that I've had. When did I ever walk away and said, whoa, that was a good conversation? When did that happen? Or when did a girl say to me or someone say to me that they had a great conversation? When is it? Well, I'll tell you when it is. It's when you guys find that you have things in common. Now, it's not just about, oh, we both like to jet ski. Okay, that's not necessarily what it is. Although that is something in common, that's really huge. But it's more about your values and how you feel about certain things. So again, that doesn't necessarily mean that this has to be something, you know, deeply political or religious or some kind of crazy uh, intense viewpoint on life. Don't get me wrong, those can definitely help. But just you having a conversation about jet skiing and why you love it so much will make the conversation interesting because you're both going to share a similar feeling and a similar emotion and that is what gets people to connect it's not rocket science that's it right there that is what makes people say whoa i like that person right you guys have similar viewpoints feelings and emotions on specific topics so now that you know that how can you use that to your advantage how could you use this in conversation and again, we're not really talking right now about keeping a conversation going. Like I said, you can get that information in some other places. We're just talking about being able to make the conversation interesting and attractive so the person likes you and you like them. Don't forget, it's not just about you convincing them that you're awesome. It's also about them convincing you, okay? It goes both ways. So how can you do this? Well, you got to figure out, first of all, what it is that they like to do or they do for a living, you know, find out some of those things that make up their life. A good thing I like to say is what's your story? And that's a really broad question, which is great because it it makes them kind of get a little creative, you know, ask them what their story is instead of asking them what they do for a living, right? Or you can ask them something like, what do you do uh, when you're not working? You know, that's a better way of saying, you know, what do you do for fun? Because that's kind of lame, right? When you're not working, what do you like to do? What do you spend your time doing? What do you like to do? Okay. And then you can figure out, hopefully, you know, what it is that they really enjoy. And then, then maybe that's something that you can connect with too. Now, here's the, here's the great part about it. You're probably thinking, well, Trip, what if they like all this stuff and I don't like any of that? Like, what if we're on totally different levels here? You know, what if they love jet skiing and outdoor stuff and I don't at all? Well, 
here's where you're going to use what I call curiosity. I've talked about this on other episodes of podcasts. I'll repeat myself. That you want to be as curious as possible and find out what it is about rock climbing that I love it so much. You can say to them, you know what, I've never jet skied, I've never rock climbed, I never really got into that. I'm not sure why. And you can be a little vulnerable at this point. You can say, you know what, I was always a little bit nervous maybe to do it. Something I didn't really enjoy doing or I never tried or my parents never took me or my friends never went. Or my friends did go, but I always said no, whatever it is. And then ask them, what do you love about it so much? And then they're going to start digging deep into some emotions and feelings. And when they answer that question, even if you don't agree with them or feel the same way or you don't connect on that because you've never done it before, they're still going to feel like that you actually care about what they think about and how they feel. And that's going to make them feel really good in conversation and therefore is going to get you to to connect more. Okay, so think about that for a little bit. Now, here's something else you can do is that when they ask you questions, you want to give details with your answers. Okay, so what does this mean? This means I want you to feel free and give yourself permission to give extra information that you might not give when answering a question. Okay, that used to be actually very difficult for me. That was very difficult for me for a long time. I felt really weird about it. I always hesitated on talking about myself. And I don't know why. It wasn't, be, it wasn't even necessarily because I thought I was boring or had low self-esteem or thought I was uninteresting. It wasn't even because of that. It was just because I felt like when I was in conversation, I should hear more about the other person. But I soon learned that that was a big mistake because then you end up talking to someone and they end up talking so much about themselves and they don't get a chance to get to know you. And if they don't get to know you, they're not going to become attracted to you. They're not going to be interested in you because they have nothing, they have no reason to be. So you got to break through that just like I did. To break through the barriers of feeling weird about talking about yourself. Because once you're able to do that, that is the secret golden little nugget right there that's going to make conversations way more interesting and really it's going to keep the conversation going because you're giving the girl material to go off of. Okay? And what you want to do with this is you want to leave open loops. Okay? Leave open loops. So when you're giving extra information, don't, don't talk for a long time and, and go crazy with it. Give just enough information where they kind of get a little bit of a, of a preview, but not everything, right? So for example, let's say some girl asks you, where are you from? And then you'll say, well, you know what? I was actually originally from Dallas, but I just moved to Miami because Miami just happens to be one of my favorite cities in the whole world. I have a lot of fond memories when I was a child of coming to Miami, and there's just something about it that's amazing. Now, okay, that's just not even the best example, and I totally just made that up. That's not true about me. I do not live in Dallas or Miami. I knew we're close, actually. But Do you see how I said that there? Do you see how that kind of leaves a little bit of an open loop for her to attach on to it? Maybe to agree that Miami's awesome or maybe ask, 
how long I was in Dallas for, or what I'm doing in Miami, why I moved, right? It's just giving you a little bit extra detail. So whatever it is that you feel that is important, or maybe uh, your values surrounding the questions answer, you want to be able to give that when you're talking to someone, okay? That is what is most important, is you just give a little bit more extra detail on how you feel and and a little bit information about kind of the factual matter of it. So you could do it also if some girl asks you, oh, what do you do for a living, right? And you say, oh, well, you know what? I've always, just since I was a little kid, been obsessed with numbers. I don't know what it was. I was always good at math. Math was just one of the best things ever. I don't mean to show off, but I scored so high in the math tests. And, you know, it just was always a calling for me to do something with numbers. So I decided that I wanted to be an accountant. And I work at this, you know, amazing company uh, and crunch numbers for them day in, day out. And it sounds kind of like it'd be boring to the average person, but something about just crunching numbers all day. I just love it. Now, I bet you no one's ever said that. I bet you no one who is an accountant that has ever described themselves like that. And I suggest you do. Now, you know what? Maybe you're an accountant and you don't love numbers. Well, maybe there's something else you love about it. What is it? And by the way, if there's nothing you love about being an accountant and you are an accountant, then why the hell are you an accountant? Okay, that's just a whole other topic for another time. Uh, but it's going to be so much easier when you have passions and goals and things going on in your life to be able to talk in detail, in emotional detail about those things, okay? And that's what I want you to do. That's exactly what I want you to do. I want you to be able to just open up and be a little bit vulnerable and talk to the person or the girl about what it is that makes you feel the way you do, okay? Yeah, we're talking about feelings and emotions. We're getting away from facts because people respond to emotion. They don't respond as much to facts, okay? Facts aren't as interesting, unless it's something wild, right? Unless it's something, you know, really, really super interesting. But chances are there's nothing that is crazy super interesting uh, that's factual that you have to tell. And if I'm wrong, by all means, you know, talk about those things in conversation. But that is what's going to make the conversation interesting, and that's what's going to make her want to continue with you, okay? So again, you want to give details with your answers. You want to be able to provide extra information. Make sure you're talking about your values and make sure you're talking about the emotions behind the decisions that you've made in your life and why you're doing what you're doing and why you live where you live, whatever it is. And you know, some might say like, oh, I don't have an interesting story about where I live. I live here. What if I just meet a girl and she's from there and I'm from there? That You can talk about that too. Get creative. Okay, I can only take you so far, but we need to push your creativity. You need to get creative with this stuff, right? So I'll think of something right now. Someone says, you know, where are you from? And I'm, you know, in, uh, let's just say Boston, and I've lived there my whole life. You can say, you know what? I've lived in Boston my whole life. I love this city. I never wanted to leave. Sure, I've traveled a little bit from time to time, but there's something about this city that just makes me never want to go. It's such a, such a home to me. At this point, I know it so well and I love the people and it's just, you know, a great city because of X, Y, and Z, right? I mean, I don't really know Boston, so I can't really make up those things, but that gives you the idea right there. That's how you're going to describe things in detail. And here's a little, here's a little trick I've learned in terms of really engaging people is being as specific as possible. 
specific as possible. And that's how you want to tell stories too. You want to be super specific down to the most excruciating details because that's going to suck people in. That's what's going to make them feel connected to you because they can almost picture the things you're saying and they can feel it, okay? They can feel it. It's visceral. And that's how you want to talk to people. So there you go. I hope that's helped today. Some cool tips right there on how to make conversation interesting and use those in your next conversation. And again, if you want to learn more about conversation and you want to get this down, go ahead and get your free conversation course. Email me, tripadtripadvice.com, the screenshot of your iTunes review of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. Okay, if you want to get your question answered, easy. Call 323-432-0025 and uh, I'll put you on the podcast. We'll answer your question in detail. Like always, 323-432-0025. Thanks for listening in. This has been How to Talk to Girls. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com. 